Oh, did you hear that? That was really good. Oh, get the stretches out and whatnot. Hello, good evening, everyone on the interwebs and listening in on YouTube, YouTube and podcast services and all that good stuff. Uh, welcome back to 2019, of course, here at Rocket Punch, and welcome to our Game of the Year 2018 awards discussions here at Rocket Punch. Um, if you're if it's your first time here, or if you've been here forever. You guys should know I'm Cameron, one of the Rocket Punch team members here, joined, of course, by another member, Will. What's going on, man? Uh, not a whole lot. Working on things and stuff and junk. And, that is know. true. That is 100% true. <laughs> laughing at, uh, you know, PBU over here talking about, you know, beating his uh, family at pinball. So, you know. Oh, ooh, ooh, man. Hey, hey. PB, you got to calm down, sir. I, I I see you guys and everybody who's rating in from Pinball Desirables. Thank you guys so much for swinging by, even yeah. if for a couple of minutes or if you guys are going to hang hang tight for the whole stream. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys swinging by and hang out with us for the evening for our, really our first episode of 2019. Yeah, well, <clears throat> the first live episode. Yeah, well, yeah. Shh. <laughs> Shh, be quiet. Don't tell anybody. Um, but guys, if you don't know who we are and who Rocket Punch is... Um, definitely, um, if you get the chance, head over to rocketpunchgo.com. That is going to be your one-stop shop for everything we do here at Rocket Punch. Or you would be able to go there. Um, let's first and oh, foremost, oh Jesus, yeah. I'm hearing they're scaring me people are subbing to us here. Um, Lunar Skull throwing us here with a tier two sub. We thank you so much for that, sir. Appreciate the love. Um, of that, whoa, Lunar Skull, we're going to have another great year. Oh Jesus, more people see, that's you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, may as well get it out now. <laughs> but no, guys, um, we've got a new, a, a great year coming up. Um, let me see if I can add this on here. I'm going to do, do, um, do images, and then what? existing one. There's an image right there. And that's, what? Oh, no, no, no. That, that's a lie. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. You should know what we're talking about here. Um, so <clears throat> if you go to rockpunchco.com right now, you're not going to see much. I can promise you that. Because we've actually got a lot of oh, interesting, yeah. cool stuff. Oh, Stig. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you, Stig. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Been a while since I've seen you pop up on there. But I'm going to transition real quick here. If you go to our website, this is what you're going to see right now. Uh, this is our New Year New Rocket Punch, guys. We've got um, we've talked about it at the end of tail, in, tail end of 2018. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming for you guys in 2019. Um a lot of cool things we're going to be doing, a lot of cool new shows, different shows, changing some stuff up, giving some new offerings to you guys, not only for people who are um, watching to us here on Twitch and just our regular listeners and everybody in our community, but also our Patreon members as well. You're going to be getting cool and different new stuff um, coming into the new year like that. And so we're really excited. I will make a caveat. That note should say January 8th at um, 8 p.m. I made a goof on the date. <clears throat> so ignore not the 7th, not tomorrow, but on the 8th there so definitely no, no, no. We, we can't release anything tomorrow that's the bama clemson game if we do anything it's exactly. just gonna get ignored i won't i won't be doing anything i'll be sitting on my tv watching that game all um tomorrow so definitely um make sure um this upcoming tuesday january the 8th around 8 p.m um we're gonna be streaming here um that tuesday night we're gonna be playing will and i are gonna be playing some games online here at twitch.tv slash rocket punch live so if you um, if you're enjoying the show make sure you click the heart up at the top of your screen follow us here um but we're also going to be rolling the new site out um, you guys will be able to see all the new stuff that we have available for everyone and kind of our plan and focus for what we're going to be doing this year for everyone in our community and everyone consuming our content. So, um, we hope you're excited. Um, should we give them like one thing that we're doing? I'm cool with it. Um, uh, 
I don't. I don't want to do the the thing. I don't want to do the thing with the picture. No, the, the big thing. Yeah, no. we're gonna save that. We're gonna save okay. that. Okay, one big thing I know that people should get excited about. I think we're pretty excited about is that we are actually going to be having a store. We will actually have an online store. Okay. Um, we're gonna be. Um, uh, it's one of the big things I know we've talked about for a while that we wanted to have, but yeah. all of our rocket punch designs are going to be up there. You guys will be able to get apparel for that and kind of rep the rocket punch brand. We're also going to be working with artists um, from all around the interweb and anywhere we can to try and see if they can get some custom designs for us also. So if you guys know any, any artists out there, um, if you are an artist, uh, definitely hit us up over on our website. We'll probably hit us up on Twitter or email us at rocketpunchnetwork at gmail.com and let us know. We might mm -hmm. be able to reach out to you and maybe work some magic here, but definitely look out for that store. That's definitely one little tease thing one cool new thing that's gonna be popping up this year uh so you want to get excited about that hmm yeah um man i can't wait till we talk about the big thing though oh yeah the big thing that's yeah. that's I'm, I'm super excited about the big thing but we're not we're not here to talk about that guys here tonight we are here to talk about game of the year 2018 um this for people who don't know uh what we do here at rocket punch is uh the entire month of january is dedicated to our game of the year discussions uh, what we actually do is we sit down uh, we pull up, um, we go through a lot of different categories, and we're going to talk about our games from the previous year that deserve our praise and deserve our reward, as we've cr already christened ahead of time, um, the, who's going to win the Golden Fist Award. Yes, it's it's still a thing, we're still keeping it a thing, I don't care what you think about it. Um, who's going to win the Golden Fist Award from Rocket Punch for each of our categories? Um, we're going to find out. And everybody listening here tonight, you're going to find out who's going to be our winner for the best PlayStation game from 2018, uh, one of our kind of newer categories we're doing this year. But let's jump right into the thick of things. Let's get some housekeeping out of the way so you guys know what's going on, and then we're going to get right to the discussions. Um, of course, if you did not know, this is the Rocket Punch Cast, where groups of friends from all around come to this table to talk about video games <laughs> into microphones. Um... Oh, there's all kinds of uh, Golden Fist talk now in oh, chat. Oh, boy, that's great. I, I knew that was going to happen. I, mean, I knew it was going to happen. When I started giggling <laughs> the first time you mentioned it, you should have realized. Um, for our Game of the Year episodes, guys, we have 10 episodes that we do, um, a, the series of 10, uh, 10 different categories. They're going to be released throughout the month of January. In those categories, like I said, we're going to sit, we're going to go through our nominees that we have listed hmm. and kind of basically whittle down blood curdlingly knives to throats to figure out from those group of people who's going to be the winner for that respective award um it's a little bit different from previous years here uh, we are going to start with five different nominees in each category from those five nominees we're going to um whittle it down to only two finalists uh that will basically go head to head from there we'll decide which one of those people is going to get the golden fist award here at rocket punch um so it's so be. gold, so fisty. And also, throughout the month of January, um, each well, one of the 10 categories will be streamed on Sunday nights. So we normally stream every Sunday at 8 p.m. Um, this, this entire month, we're going to be streaming one of those episodes each and every week, week or Sunday, up until uh, the game of the year, the official like final episode for game of the year, will be streamed live on the 27th of um, January. I think it's the 27th. Double check the calendar. Mm. It's the last Sunday of the month. Um, we'll be streaming our game of the year. That's what everything's going to culminate to there. Um, and don't worry, guys. Once the website and everything gets back up this upcoming Tuesday, January the 8th, you guys will be able to go to rocketpunchgo.com slash G-O-T-Y. From there, you guys will be able to keep track of all the winners and losers 
of um, our Game of the Year talks and discussions once those episodes do go live. Um, we're also make, working it and kind of planning it in where you can actually look at previous years as well to kind of see what um, games we picked um, from 2016 and beyond, uh, 2017 and beyond there. Jumping into this episode as well, though, guys, giving you a quick spoiler warning. Um, these are Game of the Year 2018 discussions. As part of that, part of those discussions to kind of kind of make our case for or against games, we may and probably will have to reveal particular spoilers for games. Yes. Um, especially because some of these we may not have played to completion. Um, if that is the case, we want to go ahead and right from the get-go give everyone out there a big spoiler warning. If some of these games that we start talking about you have not played yet, um, you may get spoiled on those. So definitely, if you want to, you may have to replay those games before you jump back into our conversations. Uh, but don't worry, these episodes are going to be here all the time. Oh, man, I just find it funny that at 8 p.m. on Sundays, um, the manager over at Stray Tail kicks uh, Pinball Undesirables out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. After Pinball Undesirables, you guys can come over here. Oh, no, no. Listen to us ramble for about an hour and a half, maybe longer. It depends, depends on, on how bad we're arguing. Very much right. Mm, I can't wait to argue with Cameron. Ooh, and also apologies if you hear coughs from myself, especially um, I've been sick probably the last week or so. I'm just getting over the cold because I had to, according to Will, to make sure we <laughs> had these conversations and these talks right. So I'm here for you guys to make sure we have a great show. Yeah. Um, am I forgetting anything else um, for Game of the Year clarifications before we get right into it? Not that I'm aware of. Um, we're going to spoil the hell out of everything. Um, we talked about that. Don't be jerks. Yeah, that's always a good one. Don't be jerks. Yeah. Don't be jerks. Okay. Um, so let's get right into it, guys. Um, we've got our nominees here. These are, now again, these are the nominees that we, myself and Will, picked for best PlayStation game. That's what we're going to be talking about. It's more or less going to be a PlayStation, PlayStation-centric conversation tonight. And don't worry. If you're an Xbox fan or a Nintendo fan, we've got those categories coming down the pipeline as well. So don't you worry your pretty little head on those two. Um, but guys, basically the winner of this one, this should be what we feel here Rocket Punch is the best culmination of um, what PlayStation has had to offer this past year. Um, the game that's kind of culminated and shown why you got to be a PlayStation fan and why you need to have the PlayStation 4 and the latest and greatest PlayStation systems on here. Um, that's the game we kind of want to pick and look at here when we're talking about this. So definitely going to be looking out for that um, as we're talking through. But here are the nominees that we have for best PlayStation game for Rocket Punch's Game of the Year 2018 awards discussions. We've got Yakuza 6, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, Detroit Become Human, God of War, and Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man. Hmm. Those are the ones that we've got here now. Um, putting the caveat on this, guys, here for PlayStation and also for the Xbox and Nintendo categories, we've picked games that either are exclusive to that platform or are marketed or very focused and centralized to that platform. Um, so if a game that maybe you see all the time and the mindshare kind of links it to that platform, it may end up in these categories as well. Um, just to let you guys know and give you guys the debrief on there, especially if we go to the other categories, you see some outliers doing like, oh, what's going on there? Um, well, yeah, fair. And I look, we had Tetris Effect on here as well, but we can only have room for five nominees. And unfortunately, we had, I think that came in pretty much later than we expected. I hadn't even seen the game. 
I haven't even played it. I don't have VR, so... Yeah, so apologies for all the Tetris Effects fans out there. It's on us. It's it's the games that we've played, or at least have some general idea about, uh, there that we wanted to um, talk about as well. But, guys, like we said at the top of the show, what we're going to be doing here is just going, going through... Uh, we're going to talk about all the nominees in um, discussion first, then kind of whittle down and see which ones we are going to keep in as our two finalists. Those two are going to move to the final room where we get... To basically throw them bats and let them beat each other to death, and maybe we help out a little bit and see who's going to walk out of the Thunderdome um, alive. I don't, I'm not going to necessarily say unscathed, but we'll say alive. The Thunderdome, <clears throat> nah, nobody gets out of there alive. What are you talking about? Everyone dies. Everyone dies? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's been That's a lot. the secret, kids. No one wins. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen the movie, so hmm, to each his own. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying what you do is you fill it full of plastic explosives, so after uh, there's only one left, you just blow the whole thing out. Move on. <laughs> So, let's talk about some of the nominees here. Uh, number one, let's, let's go down the list the way we listed them out here. Yeah. Number one, Yakuza 6. I have no idea about that game. I've never played it. I've never been into the Yakuza series. Because uh, I always <coughs> felt like it was just GTA in Japan. So, I'm going to be honest with you. It's uh, sort of not. Um, I've, I've seen maybe dabbled a tiny little bit in the Yakuza 6. Um and I, I think this is going to be a hard one for me uh, to see if this even stays on the list because I, I don't... Oh, I'm cool putting an axe on it right now. <laughs> it, it's hard for me to put a pin on Yakuza 6 and kind of how that game plays. Uh, a lot of people love it. Especially, I mean, they keep rolling out a lot of different updates and uh, new games for the series, but um, it really hasn't been my cup of tea. Um, I never got into it. Um I know it's a it's a big thing in Japan for it and you know parts of the U.S. But eh. I'm um, cool with just asking that. And in, in, in the fighting the fighting in the game is um, the visual fightings and the, I think the big one a lot of people have talked about have been the story. It's very kind of zany, off the wall Japanese esque story that um, people have jumped in. I think in <clears throat> as Darth Turner in chat says, uh, Yakuza is love, Yakuza is life. Um, and so you got we there are fans out there, but. Um, I think, especially with a lot of the um, exclusive we've gotten this year, I think that, for me, Yakuza was going to be a little bit hard to kind of climb that hill. So uh, I'm sorry. There's other things on this list that make me laugh at Yakuza. It's like, I don't have time for you. Yeah, that's and, and so. Um, One of them I platinumed. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, uh, doesn't look good for Yakuza. Um, he says, ah, Yakuza Zero is the one uh, that brought the game board on board in the United States. And the Stig, Stig in chat says um, the game did have a lot of style. On oh. That was one of the big things about the game. Um, I feel like if you are a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fan, you probably like this game just for some weird reason. Um, some people uh, in chat may correct me if I'm wrong, but look, if it's got a hint of any kind of JoJo's flair, I know someone in chat that's gonna freak out and be like, "I need this in my life now." Yeah. So I, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe that's he, it. he may or may not have a wrench next to his handle. <laughs> but <laughs> oh man, there we go. Getting that disease out. Um, oh, so you are down with the sickness, as the kids say. Uh, and that's, that is what they said before. Um, ooh, my voice is getting deeper, too. But uh, uh, I, I think look, Yakuza is going to be a little bit at the door here. Um, yeah, sorry, kids, but I, I'm willing to ask that right now. Um, <laughs> Nani, <laughs> Darth Vader, we got a few. Um, next one we had on the list is going to be Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom. This is a game that looks like a, if Miyazaki had a game. Oh, man. 
And we, especially if you've watched any Miyazaki films, then you know what we're talking about. Uh, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. It's awesome looking, gorgeous art style, crazy great JRPG action. It's one of those games that you, if you have that itch, you really, really, really like. Apparently they have that, an art book, Cam. Of course they do. Don't. Don't, I'm going to show you all the fine art they have. Oh, uh, don't do that to me, Will. <laughs> don't feed me in on the art book. Look, I got, well, but all the art books. I have they so need many art partner. books on pre-order. I've got Anthem pre-ordered. I've got like no, the no, Division no, 1 but, pre-ordered. But but look at this art. Stop, stop. Just, it, just look, stop. it looks like Miyazaki drew it. Well, that's what makes the game awesome. Um, <laughs> Miyazaki does have a game. It's called Dark Souls. <laughs> I think that the, um, the first game, Nino Kuni... Wrath of the White Witch, I believe, was the title of the first game. Yeah. It, um, a really great game. I think a lot of people didn't get a chance to play that or give it the chance that it probably deserved um, back on the PS3. Was it on PS3? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have it. Um, Along with my PS3 still. <clears throat> lucky bastard. But um, with Nino Kini 2, I think this is like the big, strong, if you're a JRPG fan, purist, this is the game for you. You want to play this game. It's got hours upon hours of gameplay time, the Miyazaki art style, uh, the intricate story about, um, I got, I can't even remember the dude, the, the kid's name, who's the king, and kind of, oh, jeez. Look, all I'm saying <clears throat> is it deserves to be on this list just based on the art. Oh, man, they have a, hang on, I'm going to save that and post that for later for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course, hey, I've got that book. It's over here. Yeah, but. I've got, I've got no, it somewhere. No, no. Look, look, hey, we don't need your soft cover book, right? <laughs> I think it's... I don't know if it's hard or not. But, um... It's not. I think... Um... Nino Kuni 2, of course... I, I think it's kind of falls in the same boat. I think it was a game that a lot of people did not get the chance to play. It may not have gotten some of the um, playtime or love that it necessarily needed or deserved. Um... Just because of, there were so many other exclusives and games that came out there. Um... Look, you need to play the game. Yeah. Definitely gotta check the game out and see. Um, there, so that's you know that's all I've got really to say on Nino Kuni two, um, because the next three, which I figured at least for me is probably going to be between these next three. Let's start getting into these bigger juggernauts here. Um, game number three on the list is Detroit Become Human. Yeah, um, you've not played this game. Nope. I'm sorry. I I heard about all the stuff going on behind the scenes with the developer, and I was like, <clears throat> not sporting that. Okay. Um, Detroit Become Human is a super, super awesome, wonderful game. I would probably say one of my favorite games this year from 2018. Um, this is the game coming from the Quant team over at Quantic Dream, uh, David Cage and his guys. Um, well, games that you've probably played from them. What's the Heavy Rain was the big one, and uh, da, 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 da. Between Souls or something Souls? What was the Souls game? It had um. Uh, I I know what you're referencing, but I don't remember that one. Uh, Twitch chat helped me out. The other game by Quantic Dream, it has souls in it. It has um, the famous actress in it. Uh, she was the big draw, and it had Willem Dafoe. I know those two were in there. Um, but those are the two big games that uh, Quantic Dream was, was, was it Beyond on. Two Souls? Beyond Two Souls. That was it. Yeah. Beyond Two Souls. Um, those were the um, big games that they um, worked on before Detroit Become Human. Um, I remember watching this game at a press conference, a Sony press conference a couple of years back, and they talked about like all the intricate um, like ways the paths that um, the story can branch. Because it's basically this kind of, I don't want to say adult, 
adventure game, but it's this really big kind of adventure game. Um, Detroit Become Human kind of talking about android cyborgs and kind of artificial life very irobot-esque um if you if you think about that there um yeah um also what was it uh yeah no i'm sorry i can't remember the point yeah. disregard <clears throat> but um no detroit Bohemian. i loved and enjoyed that game that story was very i actually i streamed a bunch of it when it first came out over the those next couple of months um, and actually, all my gameplay is from me streaming it and going through. So um, I think we've got a couple of those saved if you want to jump on our YouTube to check them out. But the game itself, as it mentions, the big thing is the story. And the what's really, really cool is you go through these different little chapters. And you go through these stories. And you're thinking, I remember watching this trailer and they were like, oh, you know, you don't. You've got to have all these different decisions, everything you do, you know, how one little thing can ripple and cause all these cause and effects things in the story. And at first, I'm thinking like, okay, sure, whatever. Every game's supposed to say that. Dying Light 2 said it, and we'll see how that works out when that game comes finally comes out. But at the end of each chapter, they give you like a basically like here's oh here are the choices you made, here's the path you took, here's what ended up happening, and you kind of hear your stats with everybody else who's played the game and your mm -hmm. friends. And some of those webs are bonkers. I'm talking like, I'm one little box over here, and it's going to two boxes here, then three boxes here. And it's like this, um, if you, it, the Always Sunny in Philadelphia meme, mm -hmm. the dude on the board going like, oh, it, that's literally all these wires and cables and whatnot um, were popping out. And this is just like, and I'm playing this game, going through the story and making these choices like, Okay, these are pretty involved choices. Go down this road, go here, hide, do whatever, make this action, don't make this action. So, but watching that really showed me a lot of, well, there's got to be a lot of replay value as to what's going on with this game here. Um, but I I loved and adored this game. I did not think I was going to like it as much as I did, but I had a really, really, really great time with the Trouble of Human. The story is super great, jumping between the three protagonists where you have Connor and then you have, um, oh Lord, I, I, I remember Connor. Um, I gotta remember the other one, other two. Excuse me. Uh, Rutu has a question. Do all the choices you make affect the next scenarios or the next mission? Yes. So not all of them, but some of the choices, like when they talk about how the choices you make could affect the next chapter. So let me make sure I'm getting the characters' names right because I don't want to butcher that up, Connor. Kara and Marcus are their three um, different androids that you basically control. So, um, again, spoiler warning. Uh, there is a segment in the game where, as Kara, you have a little girl that you're trying to take care of. Okay. Um, you've done some, some bad stuff has happened. You're on the run. And you're in this kind of sector with her. And you, it's this little girl. She's probably no older than eight years old. And she's, you're an android. You've never done this you know and other than what you're programmed to you don't know how to take care of a child and so you're having to figure out things like how are you going to, how is she going to eat how it's raining outside and it's super cold how are you guys going to get out of the weather you need shelter how are you going to stay hidden from the police because they're coming for you and there's one there's uh, especially with her and Kara there's like a meter that tracks how the girl feels about you so there's um you see a laundromat and you can go in there and since your clothes are wet, 
you want to change clothes. Um, there's somebody sleeping in there that has um, clothes in the dryer. Uh, you have to make a choice on whether you want to um, take the clothes or not. But and I, and uh, and here I I find that you wouldn't even give that girl a hotel room. Yes. Wait. <laughs> oh. Oh God. <laughs> oh, we're we're gonna get to what my how my story path went. Hold on a second. Here. Um, but like you can, in, if you take the clothes or not, that will determine how the girl feels about you, if she feels safer with you or not. Um, but what was interesting in um, Aturarutu's question in chat about how the game branches out, there's a part where you go into a convenience store, <clears throat> and depending on some of the events and stuff you choose, you could you start trying to steal a few items. You could walk in and out. Um, if she's still too much, the um, clerk might see you. Um, I think we, I ended up stealing like some clippers and I had no idea why. Um, the guy found out that I was stealing, jumped me and I had to make a quick decision. I'm like, oh, I pull out a gun and like tell him to step away in a very nice way. Like, please, we're, we're hungry. We're trying to eat and we run away. We're trying to find a place to hide. We can hide in the hotel and they give you these pros and cons. Like it's going to be safer in the hotel, but here's the downside to that. It's going to be warmer in the hotel, but it's going to be harder to get into because they wanted like 50 bucks to get in the hotel. There was this abandoned house. And so you're in this abandoned house and through my choices in the game, I chose to go through the abandoned house. I had the clippers so I could cut a hole in the gate and go in through um, the house to stay in the house. So I take the girl into the house and what ends up happening is that we go in the house and then there's this crazy like malfunctioning Android who's there, who's also running from the cops and the Android, like he's like killer robot. He's going to he, very paranoid killer Android. Like, hang on. Is he, is he like, um, in Futurama, the robot that's going to give you the clamps. Same premise. Not as funny because <laughs> he, he's literally got his faces scarred up and he's got a knife and he's like, basically, threatening Kara and the little girl like you guys are going to stay with me you're going to be my new family you're going to stay with me I've got I've got wood here and he starts like Kara is being very protective of the girl because he's trying to he's like getting these dead animals like this dead bird and like here here eat human eat and like getting mad when she doesn't want to eat the obviously mutilated bird and so you have to decide as Kara whether you want to like shoot this dude tell him to back off I tell car, car, car to come here. There's a lot of different choices you could do. I say that scenario because after that chapter, the next immediate chapter we go to is Connor. And Connor is an android for the police. And so as Connor, you pick back up on the trail from Kara. And now I'm going here and then we're like, oh, I find the cut in the gate where we snuck into the house. Now I'm looking through the house and... I don't want to spoil too much of what happens inside the house, but it ends up on a, um, we ends up like Kara and Connor in this high speed chase and you're trying to like chase her and the girl over this intersection based on the, and that's based on the fact that I went through the house to um, live with her. There's a point where as Connor, you could lose them both. You could get the girl, but not the Android or vice versa. And that further expands and branches down what the story is. Uh, it was, it's very, very intricate and it's one of the big strong points of the game is the story and how like layered it is and how very replayable it is. 
but it, Detroit Became Human, I hope that answers your question, Rurutu, but Detroit Became Human was a great, great game. I think I understand some of the controversy that a lot of people had. I think <laughs> Quantic Dream and David Cage has kind of drawn controversy in a lot of their games that they've done. Um, this one was no well, different. Not just the games <laughs> they've done, but also with everything going on, honestly, the way they run their studio and how their employees are treated. There's a lot of other stuff going on. Also, they had the whole um, Ellen Page um, fiasco where people were able to get uh, models out of the game that were anatomically correct. And yeah, because, other because internet. Crap. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, because of other bullcrap. <clears throat> but I, I think yeah. Detroit Become Human, controversy aside, the game is definitely, I believe, worth people checking out. I mean, it's one of our nominees here on our list. Uh, um, it was definitely... A game I didn't expect to like as much as I did and I got the game right around the time it came out I wanted to give it a chance because this was really the first game that kind of pulled me in from Quantic Dream I wasn't I wasn't too crazy about Heavy Rain I really didn't play it I was not interested at all in Beyond Two Souls but this game for some reason pulled me in especially with the cast and whatnot and following the story of Marcus and kind of the the, spe the issues that he has and kind of seeing how that's gonna tie into the other two um Kara and kind of the shock and drama that she's had to deal with and Connor and kind of, I think he's kind of the big one that's the most ambiguous and kind of dealing on with himself on the police and how the police view androids and how his partner feels about him and how to, having to deal with all those emotions. I, I, I hate that I'm having to boil down a conversation and make a case about Detroit Become Human in literally what, uh, so far in 40 minutes of podcasting, but... This game is really great. I think that if you're a fan of those adventure games and you, you love story in your games and you like kind of how like that replayability of like your choices matter, this is a game that I think puts the nail on the head for that, really earns that stripe, and it's definitely worth a check out. Um, if, you never, if you didn't get a chance to pick it up uh, during like the end of the year sales, I'm sure if not soon, sometime in the near future, it probably will go on sale if it's not already. Definitely 100% worth the pickup. If you don't think 60 bucks is enough for it, um, get it at 40, 30, probably maybe even 20 bucks whenever it goes on sale. But I think it's definitely worth. It's definitely worth a um, a nod to my book. One of the great games that I played this year, and definitely I think worth um, considering here in Game of the Year. So. Fair. But unfortunately, we have two other games that we have to talk about, and um, they're both <coughs> titans in their own respect. Uh, yes, we do. So let's get into the final two um, nominees here. I want to start about my boy Kratos. Let's just pull up God start, of War. Let's, let's talk, talk about Kratos because I'm going to drink water. I feel like uh, I'm talking right. a lot. Go ahead. Get, get started. So, I don't know how you guys feel. I love Norse mythology. I love Greek mythology. So, I played the hell, absolute hell, or I'm sorry, I should say the Hades, out of the old God of War games. One, two, and three. I love just sitting there beating Zeus. Mercilessly. Got out of War 3. How long did you stay there? I did it for like an hour. <laughs> just like the screen's bloody red. There's nothing else to do. He's just beating the crap out of I remember everything you did, you son of a bitch. Just just keep going. Dead. Well, it's like the it's like the Deadpool game. You can sit there and just keep slapping Wolverine yes. indefinitely. Same idea. Um But yeah, no, so the cool thing with God of War is they didn't just hack and slash the game, they remade the game entirely, and I truly do love it. I love the fact that they took the effort to go through the different realms. You can see all that stuff. But honestly, <laughs> there's nothing better than Dad of War. Boy! <laughs> the fact that, first off, that was at the Game Awards. And it was yes, great. it was great. It was great. 
Second of all, the Leviathan Axe being the ultimate Mjolnir fantasy. Oh, yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to get anything better from, like, a a fantasy setting like that, like, as far as Mjolnir, than, like, when you, he sticks the hand out and, oh, man. There are parts of the game where I would just throw the axe just to have that feeling of it coming back to me. I love it. It was so good. No, it was was phenomenal. I, I don't think there is another thing in any of these games that feels as satisfying as the Leviathan Axe as far as weapons go. 100%. Yeah, I would say that's the most satisfying weapon of the year on <clears throat> So, you know, hey, it is what it is. But, no, in all seriousness, I love the fact that they moved to... Alright, hey, we're going to go kill the Norse Pantheon since the Greek Pantheon's dead. We're done. Moving on. Um, I like that a lot of it is involved in about hiding his past from his son. Yes. Um, so... Look, look, you know, in just... I'm gonna pick, uh, I'm piggyback while you're talking about this. Let's just go ahead and get out straight out of the gate. There's a story in this one. There's a story. It's not about murdering your your pappy. <laughs> it's, it's not just like I'm gonna kill all the gods. <laughs> there's a little bit of that too, but there's actually a really great story. And um, I know you're you're talking more about it, but it, it was no, no. Awesome. I, I mean, I love the fact that there's a story. There's RPG elements. There's actual upgrades you can do. You can make the Leviathan axe better. Honestly, I just love the fact that like there's a lot of father son stuff going on. That's my big thing. Is like, I don't feel. As far as looking at the games we've talked about so far, like Ninu Kuni Two is, man, it, it is the ultimate JRPG. Here's the problem, JRPGs. I don't feel like they have changed much in the last ten, twenty years, except for art and music and that kind of stuff. Other than that, a lot of it's very formulaic. It's turn based most of the Which time. Which isn't a problem. No, no, no. Persona 5 is amazing. <laughs> I was going to say before they start Please understand. Go, I'm not pooping on JRPGs. We voted on last year for one Persona of Persona 5, games. probably the best soundtrack I've ever heard on a video game. And that says a lot because I still think God of War is a lot really good. But. And in, in uh, reading some of the comments here from okay. chat, uh, Stigander in chat says, yeah, the father and son stuff has been a less common trope these days. And even um, Soren Riverstone in chat as well saying, I love the way that Kratos evolves as a father over the course of the game. Um, <clears throat> it was it was really great to see, number one, that God of War has a freaking story. Like, I actually give a damn about Kratos. Yeah, it's, well, not even just that. It, like, you see the loss that he feels when he's dealing with, you know, his wife passing. You see every time something's brought up about uh, the boy's mother or something like that, like, he's pained. He's actually suffering. And, like, it's like, oh, man, he's not just some soulless killing machine. He's reliving what he relived when his first wife would die. And, and what's what's crazy is that, especially if you've played the other God of Wars, especially the mainline ones, if you know about, he himself has daddy issues. Obviously. Being, being the slayer of his prior wife and child. Yes. And the PSP one really took that to a dark place. And him coming in, I know um, the director of the game, Corey Barlog, talked about how, you know, this is one of the focuses that he, want, he wanted to make this story on. And how him and Atreus go through the game is, and especially, how, how far did you get in? I think I'm halfway. So I'm cool being what, spoiled. It, what, it what point? What point are you in the game? Just Dude, I'll, I'll tell you I, I haven't played since July, so yeah, I remember. okay. Look, uh, I, did, you, I, did you fight I, the dragon yet? I don't remember. Okay, you ain't halfway yet. Okay, uh, <clears throat> I, look, I'm going based off what I was told. I how Atreus 
and the dynamics and picking off of what Stig and Soren are saying in chat, how Kratos and Atreus start when the game starts mm-hmm. and how the relationship evolves and goes through the game to the point, and again, spoiler the warnings, where da 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 Kratos does eventually tell um Atreus about him being a god and that Atreus is part god and then like the how that dynamic shifts there but then as well continuing to go through the story because and this this might be I feel bad you know no it's fine I don't you, care <sighs> spoiler warnings for God of War if you have not played the game you've had like t- eight months to do it so cover years if you have but even from that point when you think that okay that's the big reveal there's still more that's mm-hmm. not the big reveal you know from Kratos telling him that he's a god, but still holding back the stories about what actually went down. Oh, you mean how Kratos killed Sparta the rest of his pantheon? And having to, like, and there's a shift in how Atreus and Kratos act after that initial point, And then Kratos eventually having to reveal that full story about Zeus, about what happened in Sparta and where he's from. Um, <clears throat> it, because there's a point in the game Let's go ahead and say there's a point in the game once you once you tell Atreus that hey you're God. Atreus is like I'm a God. He starts getting more confident. He starts getting too confident, and like a lot of your stuff, it, it, it's affected even in gameplay. So when you at least you remember the combat where you can tell Atreus go attack this enemy, he'll do whatever. He'll start not listening to you. He'll start going do it whenever he wants to, charging into battles and fights. You know, going like almost Spartan rage mode on like some people. And Kratos now having to kind of wrangle him down, like, son, you need to, boy, you need to calm down, boy. It, it, it's, you, and, and going from that point to when eventually you get near the uh, tail end of the game and Kratos has to give that full history to of Atreus, and it's really to, it's a very touching moment because he's basically trying to make sure that Atreus doesn't turn out like um, the the villain, the stranger. What's his name? Oh, sweet Christmas. Beowulf? No. Chat, help me out because I'm drawing a blank. I played too many games this year. Um, the, the Your main villain in God of War. Um, uh, somebody's going to answer it to me for me before I actually find the game here. I'm just trying to remember the characters' names, characters... Oh, Balder. Balder. There you go. Um, <clears throat> because. Oh, thank you. The. Did you meet Freya? Dude, I don't remember. The, it's the only f- female in the game. Look, dude, again, don't remember. It's Man, been you. like, he, you, want, you want to know what 2018 <clears throat> was? Oh my God, game. Oh my God, game. Oh my God, game. <laughs> what the hell's going on? More games. So. I have like 300 games I haven't played yet. (laughs) In talking about the father-son thing as well, again, all spoilers, but also talking about this mother-son dynamic as well because you meet Freya, and when you're finding out near the tail end of the game that Freya is Baldur's mother, and you find out through the game that there's this huge falling out between the two, and Kratos and Atreus see the results of that falling out in the game, and that's one of the reasons Kratos tells Atreus the truth um, about Sparta about Ares. Sparta here's what I did I killed my daddy 
I don't want you to be like that. You're better than this. We can be better than this. And kind of... <laughs> just realizing, I don't want to die to the kid. <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, not even that, but just he wants... You know, there's the one line that I always remember in the game. It's like um, when uh, Atreus messes up near the beginning, he misses the deer, and he, he tells Kratos, you know, I'm sorry. And Kratos mm-hmm. says, don't be sorry, be better. And yeah. that it, it still resonated throughout the entire game as a story. Um, I'm also going to... There's one thing at the end. I'm not going to spoil this because it's near the end of the game, but I'm going to I'm going to whisper it to you. Okay. This is, oh, he's going to turn <laughs> So, uh, wait, wait. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. I will there there the how the story evolves even after the end of the game and kind of setting us up for the future of the franchise is and <laughs> Keep that one to yourself. We, maybe we talk about that in Game of the Year. Maybe we don't. I might, we have to pull those guns out. But it was super. The story itself, I agree with everyone in chat. Like Soren and Stig have been talking about the story. is great. Um, <laughs> Roots, you do or do not. There is no I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, 100%. Uh, all, right, all right. Bye, Dad. <laughs> but um, good, it, good. it was, the game itself was really great. The combat We've talked about the story much. Uh, combat is the Leviathan X. I mean, I don't. No, it, it's <clears throat> hands down the best weapon I've used in games in the last few years. It beats out Yallerhorn, which was excessively satisfying. Yes, I, I just, I, especially when you get further in the game, when you get more combos and magical powers as Kratos and using the um, <clears throat> um, the Leviathan X, and. And, and, and Sword and Riverstone says, not only is it the best God of War game, it's one of the best games I've ever played. <coughs> the The way you use the Leviathan Axe is so freaking awesome. Also, there's another spoiler I'm going to give to him that he doesn't know about, but I don't want to spoil it for you guys just yet, so I'm going to turn these off again. Huh. Tell tell them the other little spoiler as well. Um, okay. It, but the not it, really it, surprised by that, but cool. But but it, it's combat related. But the way that moment comes out is like when you know it's coming. I'm sitting in my chair, going, "Oh my god, is this happening? Is this happening? Is this happening?" And the way it leads up is really really awesome. Um, combat in the game, especially jumping through um, all the different worlds that you go through. All the realms, because you do mm-hmm. go through a couple of realms. Um, I mean, there's still a bunch of the, um, like, at post-game stuff I haven't even beaten yet. Um, so I have a question. Do you get to kill Thor yet? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the game itself is very, very <laughs> awesome, uh, combat and gameplay-wise. Um, I am definitely on the boat with Soul and Riverstone. One of the best games of the year. One of the best, the best God of War. 100%. That's ever been made. And I loved the God of War games for their for what they were back in the early millennium with 1, 2, and 3 and some of the spinoffs um, there. So. Hmm. That's God of War. <clears throat> oh, and then the, the best game on this list? The last game on this list. <laughs> we haven't determined if it's the best game on this list. Hold on one second here. Marvel Spider-Man. Go ahead. Please continue on with your conversations on this game okay so 
Did you been talking I, about I'm, this game? I'm going to spoil the hell out of this game. I'm telling you now. <clears throat> sorry, wow. not sorry. This is going to no get spoiled. No holds barred. If you have not beaten Spider-Man, I better cover your ears. Go ahead. Well, first off, yes, Ruru Spider Cop is God. <laughs> go ahead and tell you that right now. Anyone who disagrees with Spider Cop can go ahead and leave. <laughs> no, um, in all seriousness, I love the evolution of Peter throughout the couple weeks that this story takes place in. Mm-hmm. I love how. Well, hang on. I'm going to step back a second. Stan Lee is in this game. This yes, is the only is. game Stan Surprise. Lee has been in. Surprise. He, I love that Stan Lee is in there, first off. I agree. This is also the first game that's been officially recognized as a Marvel property, Marvel's Spider-Man. It's got the Marvel seal of approval. They, they made a big deal like when you boot the game up and it actually has the Marvel splash screen. Like They were making a big deal like this is the first game that and has that in its talk. Like It shows the seal after, of approval. Like after the start that. of the MCU and Marvel got bought by <clears throat> Disney, this is the first one that's at that point. So hats off to the guys over there. They did a great job. I will say this is the only game where I've ever truly felt like I could be Spider-Man in the game. Like, some parts he had great swinging, but the combat was flaky, or the web shooters were a little weird, or, man, the swing is great, but it's not latching to anything. It's just up in the sky. That's, that's real life, right? That's how it's supposed to work, right? Yeah, well, I mean, people with spider powers are also real life, right? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Let me find a radiated spider. Bite me on the hand. Come on. Change my life. Why? Right, so you can have all the Peter Parker debt problems. Okay, well, I mean, I've, I'm I'm married. We're cool. I, she'd be cool about it. Yeah. All right. Fair. <laughs> fair. Um, no, but in, in all seriousness, um, I love the the <clears throat> double life of Peter. You obviously see that there is, you know, like, hey, you got to go to work. Hey, rents due. Oh, but this crime's <laughs> happening. It's like right guys. from the start. Yeah. Like literally, right they hit the you with that. He wakes up. Phone's going off. You see the busted tech all around him in his apartment. He's trying to just make it work. And this is obviously like Peter out of college and not really knowing what to do. <sighs> yeah, because a human can totally pick up a car, right, Ruru? That makes sense. <laughs> I love where it goes into, you know, you take down Kingpin and you find out Kingpin was the guy holding everything together and keeping all these other bad guys in check. I love that. Mm-hmm. I also love how going through everything, you everything after Kingpin, which is the first mission in the game, is repercussion after repercussion of taking him down. Yes, oh my god, Aunt May and MJ, and the way they were handled in the story and respected his characters was phenomenal. Brings it up. The way, <clears throat> so yes, good on you there. A, a general palace in chat saying like how well they integrated, they integrated Aunt May and MJ into the story. Yeah, the <coughs> first off, the music was great. I enjoyed that. Still not Persona Five, but it's great. You know, it was very it, the, the score is very well done. Yeah, uh, Rutu says in chat, Kingpin is the Nick Fury of crime. <laughs> he is the Nick Fury of crime. I mean, let's be real. Somebody, uh, somebody draw Kingpin with an eye patch. I'll laugh at that all day. <laughs> um, I'm laughing at it now. I haven't seen it yet. But no, um, going back into it, I love how Mister Negative is a consequence of Norman Osborn and. Doc Ock. Spoilers. Doc Ock Octavius. Oh, I said I was going to spoil the hell out of it. <laughs> That's done. Um, no way. Spoil. Here, here's the big spoiler. You remember that big scene from E3 where the five men, the five villains are on the platform and Spider-Man looks up and says, what? You? Guess who it was? It was Dr. Otto Octavius. Doc Ock's in the game. Surprise. Woo! Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> surprise, surprise, surprise. Yes. Um, I love everything culminating to the fight with Doc Ock. I love that fight. 
down the side of the skyscraper as it's coming apart. And, and, and if I may, I want to I want to add on your conversation a little bit on the story part. Yeah. The near the tail end of this game, I, when I realized what storyline this is kind of adapting from comic books. Um, if you haven't beaten the game yet, the storyline this is from I cannot remember the 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 name and series, but there's a storyline in the comics that really hasn't been touched on a lot, and it's when um. <clears throat> Like it, basically, the, how the story in the um, game goes, where Doc Ock kind of poisons the city, and Aunt May gets poisoned, and Spider Man has to um, get the antidote from Doc Ock, and it's one because yeah. it, I think one of the more iconic like frames from Mar from Marvel comics that um, Ditko and Lee did, where where Spider Man's in the rubble, and he's like. He's trying to lift it up. He's got the um, antidote. He's trying to lift up the rock so he can get to Aunt May so he can give it to her in time. Right. It's basically the storyline. And when um, they, I started realizing they were adapting the story, I was like, holy crap. It's just so original in a story I hadn't really seen before. And I really applaud them for that. 100%. Yeah, I will say that is one of the few times where I was like, oh my God, they're actually doing this. Mm -hmm. And Peter decides to sacrifice Aunt May for everyone else in the city to live. So, yeah. Oh, by this, the way. This ending hurts. It, it hurts, and we also find out that Aunt May knew that he was Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Bro, <laughs> that right there shot you right in the heart. That one, that one caught me a little off guard there. I'm not, um, I will say, my favorite boss fight this year is in this game. Which one? Uh, the the duel fight with Vulture and uh, Vulture and Electro. Electro? Oh yeah. my god, that, that was that fight fun. was so that good. That was fun. That was, that was fun. a fun fight. Um, Doc Ock's fight uh, was great. <coughs> the Kingpin fight was fun. I really enjoyed it. The um, yes, the Kingpin fight was fun. That was a like that whole first part of the game was a great way to introduce the pl new players to the mechanics of the game. Yeah, um, I really think they did a really good job. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest, man. I don't have a boss fight that I hated in this game. I don't think I actually disliked any of the boss fights. I, I, I'm i going to be honest, man. Like, This is the, probably the game I connected with the most this year. This is the first game I've ever platinumed on, on PlayStation 100%. Will and I both, the game came out, we both platinumed this game. I'm not going to count The Walking Dead Season 1 because literally all you have to do is beat that. As far as like going through, finding all the side missions, the pigeons, yeah. holy crap, all the pigeons. Like you can go back in my Twitter <coughs> history and see when I tweeted out the picture of the platinum. Um, I was like, yeah. <laughs> we both platinumed this game. This is a very special game. We talked about it. We were super hyped and excited for this game all freaking year. Um... Uh, it, Rurutu says it's okay. Doctor Strange will let him use the time gem in the DLC and reset everything. Look, I've played all the DLC. I haven't seen Doctor Strange pop up yet, but he, the Sanctum Sanctorum is in the, this game. The so. Sanctum Sanctorum's there. I love how Avengers Tower is there. Yes. You get to see all these little things they just threw out. I would love for these guys to get involved in like Spider-Man 2. He's got to deal with like the Fantastic Four to help with something. Be that would be great. Um, General Palace in chat says, only one I didn't like was the um, Electro. He means the Shocker. Oh, um, in the bank. Other than that, I liked all the boss fights. Yeah. I, I'll agree with that. The Shocker yeah. fight was kind of... Eh. Well, that one <clears throat> took me a second because I'm like, oh, wait. I got to go vertical. Yeah. Derp. Yeah. And it, it felt constrained in the bank, but I, they worked with what they could. I mean, I'm like, really? Who is there ever a bank that's going to be that big? Come on. Now, I will say... Where you're following him through the city after the whole bank thing, though. That was cool. Th that was cool. That was cool. 
Um, some of the new, some of the cool villains, uh, Screwball is great. She's annoying as hell, but she's great in it. Screwball, the, the villain that's very on the nose on like streaming culture. Because she's, ba- if, if oh, you yeah, play, yeah, yeah. Screwball's the one who, Spider-Man has to go around and she basically records Spider-Man doing these crazy things to stop bombs and save the, um, the city. And she gets like followers, like, give me all these followers. I'm, I'm messing with Spider-Man. Da, 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 da. I've sent 50 guys after him, but he's got to kill them or beat them up. And then go across town so we can disarm this bomb in two minutes. Let's see if he'll make it. And, it, you know, yeah. woo, 50, 50 million followers. It was, it was, it was yeah. a good on-the-nose thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I will say, uh, what was his name? The the boss that comes after you and tries to catch you to recruit you. Oh, Taskmaster. Uh, yeah. Taskmaster's Bro, cool. That was such a fun little fight where he's like, oh, hey, your moves, I'm using them against you now. The um, When he first gets you and you're like, you're swinging and all of a sudden it's like, like what the hell's going on? And I was like, Taskmaster. Ah! Oh, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> oh, let's talk, let's talk about talk about J.J. Where he is literally the Rush Limbaugh of this game. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe him. He's like, rah, 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 rah. just constantly, just random podcast drop. He's not even on a radio show. He's just doing podcasting constantly. I was like, oh, J.J., I don't know <laughs> if I can handle this. Um, all of the, the podcast episodes and stuff. And you know what? The, some of the, the details that go in here, so like, people may not have noticed, but if... Um, Say you're swinging around and a random event happens and you decide not to go to like, the event. I'm in the middle of going for this. I can't. I'm sorry. Maybe in the next couple of minutes, an episode of JJ's podcast will pop up and he'll be like, we're with a listener who saw Spider-Man completely skip this event when they were in trouble. Yeah, man. These guys were getting robbed and Spider-Man just swung right by and he didn't say anything. He didn't come back and help us at all. But if you, <clears throat> if you do help them out... Then that same scenario basically goes like you said that you know you saw Spider Man. They're like, yeah, Spider Man swung by. He saw us. He came down. He saved us, man. I don't know what you have a, against him, JJ, but he was really awesome. And it's really cool how that changes depending on what you do in the game. Um, finding out that all the in-game recording. So when you're having a conversation with MJ or Aunt May or mm-hmm. Miles Morales. Big hint there. Wonder what happens there. Oh man, uh, I love, I love when Miles reveals. He's like, "Hey, something's not right," and then Peter just jumps upside down on the ceiling with him. He's like, "Yeah." But it's what's really cool is that they recorded two sets of audio. So if um, whether Spider-Man is walking or if he's swinging, depending on these conversations, it, he will sound more like he's exerting more energy. Um, and it was real. That was really really cool to see. Uh, just some of those details and those little touches made the really brought the game to life yeah oh man the art from the game the photo mode oh my god photo mode in this game i've never experimented with photo mode in a game before this i I never have i was like yeah whatever really (laughs) spider-man i I was literally trying to do the swing up and recreate the whole thing from uh into the spider-verse from the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. man why didn't they put miles morales costume in there that was awesome well okay Spider-Man 2. Yeah, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> patience, Cameron, patience. Please. Look, there are probably going to be missions where we're like, all right, you have to play as Miles to, to, to fight this boss. Um, but <clears throat> I know going back again to um, the General Palace talked about how like they used MJ and Aunt May. 
I love playing as MJ. I thought I was going to get annoyed by playing as her, but it was an interesting take on certain things. They put it in just at the right time and kind of changed up things just enough to where you didn't get tired of it quickly. Yeah. Um, it was like, ooh, okay, I got something different, got my feel, I got to do things a little differently, but okay, now I can keep going through. Also, um, playing as Miles was good. Yeah, that was, ooh, that was hard. <laughs> Running from the rhino? <laughs> that was hard. Ooh, man, I remember that. That fight was fun, too. I enjoyed the rhino. I liked the Vulture and Scorpion one better. Or Vulture and um, Electro. But I the, the Rhino Scorpion one was cool. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, they... Man. We said God of War was the best God of War ever. This is the best Spider-Man game ever, um, I, hands down. This uh, is, <clears throat> The story in this and the way it was done is better than all the Sam Raimi films. <laughs> hands down. I mean, you're only going against probably two, maybe one, definitely not three. So. <laughs> three is like... I guess I'll watch it if it's the only thing. Yeah, it's like, I don't think. Ah, there's nothing on. You, you got hey. some beer maybe I can drink to make this tolerable? <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah, General Palace, that was pretty <clears throat> good. Oh, yes, the, in the station. It just, all the stuff. Um, I loved how a lot of the villains were used. I like how um, Mr. Negative wasn't just like some, we're going to use him to start being the villain, then he's going to go away halfway through the game. Like, he was still relevant throughout the entirety of the game. Um, Doc Ock, all the other villains that have popped up after that, um, again, they did a great job. The voice cast and everything did a wonderful job. Yuri Lowenthal was great as Peter. Um, also, <clears throat> let's talk about Yuri Watanabe. What a great sp uh, spider cop liaison. Yes, yes. <laughs> she was great. Um, have you played the DLC? Um, negative Ghost Rider. Okay. I'm not going to spoil that, but the DLC, there's a bunch of stuff with her involved in it. It's really, really great. You definitely want to check that out if you um, like the Yuri Watanabe, the um, uh, cop, basically the liaison that is working with uh, Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Cop. Also, Spider-Cop. Um, do I have that book? It's, it's Do I have that book? It's if you don't, just grab the Persona one. It's right. And you can't grab the Persona <laughs> one. It makes no sense in this context, Will. Come on. Actually, I think I have it here. Oh, you're, you're talking about the paperback? Yeah, the paperback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, here we go. So, if you, if you did enjoy this game at all, if you enjoyed Spider -Man, Marvel Spider-Man, highly recommend Marvel Spider-Man here. This is a, um, let's see if I can maybe not get the clear on there. Um, this is the Marvel Spider-Man book um, called Hostile Takeover. It's by the author David Liss. Um, you can find it on Kindle. The, this paperback was like $10. I think on Kindle it's like $8.99. <clears throat> Definitely worth picking up. Um, this, that was a really great book. Really great. Um, well, I can't see it because the game is on there. Um, it's a prequel book to the game. So it actually gives you a lot of setup into how Spider-Man and Yuri meet. And it's a really great story. Um, I was really intrigued, especially leading up to Spider-Man. I, I wanted to read more about it. I'm a big book reader, if you guys don't know. So um, it's definitely worth checking out. If you like to read books, you want to know more about that universe, um, it's definitely worth checking out. Again, that's called Hostile Takeover, uh, Marvel Spider-Man. It's by David Liss um, on your local bookstore or on your online device. So check it out. Um <clears throat> Uh, that, that's uh, Soren Riverstone. I also love a few little callbacks to the Raimi films they have in the game. Oh, Roberto is correct. Soren, if you love the callbacks, please go watch Into the Spider Verse. Holy crap! The it, first like ten minutes, you're gonna be on the ground laughing because we were. 
It, that movie was wonderful. I've already paid for it. It'll be on my iTunes shortly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anything else we get to say? You got to say about Spider-Man? If you love Spider-Man, it's literally a... It, it's a love song to all the Spider-Man fans. Yeah, I can't say enough. There's the truth. It's... We got some good Spider-Man content this year. We did. We got a new movie that was like actually decent and showed multiple spider people. Then we actually plus a spider pig that was weird. <laughs> Don't we get a new Spider-Man this year as well? I'm uh, yeah, we get in, uh, we get Far From Home in July. That's right. We do get Far From Home in July. Okay. Oh man, man, 2018 was the year of the spider though. It's still going strong. Hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Let's see. Let's oh wait, see. no, they killed him in Infinity War. Spoilers? <laughs> you had a year. Well, let's let's use our own Infinity Gauntlet and do our snap here, because unfortunately we're at that time here, guys. Um, again, if you... Um, what we got to do now, we've talked about all of our nominees here on the list. We've got to go through first and foremost and whittle it down to two finalists um, who's, who are going to go to the final round and then have those guys battle it out for who we think deserves to be um, the winner of the best PlayStation game for us here at Rocket Punch. Um, I'm probably going to save us a fair amount of time here. Everything but God of War and Spider-Man is dead. Excellent. Okay. I, that's, and it, I don't... <clears throat> Nino Kuni 2 and Yakuza, I don't I don't hurt as much. But Detroit Become Human, I'm not going to say it enough. If you like those adventure story types of games where you can, like, the choices you make matter and are affected the world and how the story progresses... Please go check out Detroit Become Human. I think it was a game that swept under a lot of people's radar. I think it is a very great game and worthy of your time, regardless of the controversy that went down with Quantic Dream and David Cage. Because personally, I did not think it was too wasn't it was kind of blown up as a lot of things are over the internet. But I think if you find this for a really good price, um, you should definitely pick up and check that game out 100% without question. Um, there. Look, all I'm saying is triple kill. <laughs> Dark Turner says, bring forth the video game blood. <clears throat> um, Look, all I'm saying is Kratos is probably the only person who would have killed them all better. Because we know uh, Peter doesn't kill anybody because they just web to the side of the building if you knock him off. That's right. Uh, I, what, you know, what, you know what's funny is I swung around and looked for that. I was like, dude, I just knocked this guy off like a 50-story building. Is he? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's like, oh, <laughs> Peter, you really don't kill people. Oh. So let's go ahead and get probably, I think what we both assumed was going to be the big conversation here for the best PlayStation game. It's going to be God of War versus Spider-Man. Yes. Um, two very excellent games, probably two of the best games of the year, period. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, one of them has to go. One of them has to get stabbed. <laughs> In the, like bottle style, like break open a bottle in the club and got somebody down. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there, just like that. Um, Look, man, I don't have any glass around me, so you're safe. I know. I was actually. What's funny? I was about to break this bottle, then realized the top was off. Like, damn, don't do that. Oh man. Uh, well, you got Apple Care. Do it. I don't have the money for that right now. Uh, that's fair. Um, Christmas and all that. <clears throat> so between our two finalists, we've got uh, Marvel Spider Man and God of War. Who's your hat? Who's your vote in the hat going to, and why? So, as awesome as God of War was, when <coughs> other games came out, I got pulled away, and I really haven't felt 
like I needed to go back. Obviously, now I'm gonna because you just spoiled some things. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, I need to see this. <laughs> um... <laughs> I love it. Dark Turner says, Peter and Kratos are both getting in the car to visit that farm up north. Who will return? So if we're going to go with a god versus a super-powered spider being, I'm going to go with the spider being. Okay. Um, primarily what they did with the game, the love they put into it, the fact that all the DLC just dropped like machine gun fire after a certain point, like they were ready to go. I don't know if they still have some more planned, but right now they don't. But Yeah, well, no, because they're working on the sequel. They made so much money, there's no way it doesn't get a sequel, which means it'll be on the PS5. It's probably gonna be a launch game. Okay. 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 Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. No, but in, in all seriousness, <sighs> I love what they've done with the characters. Obviously, Sinister Six being there, it's a colorful rogues gallery, and it's a lot of fun. I love how everything's animal themed. As far as all that, think about it. Vulture. Oh. Uh, Rhino. Thing, yeah. You know, all that crap. I, I feel like the people in Marvel just like we need a new villain for Spider-Man, and they had like the. The my dartboard of my kids, my kids' first animal boards, and just threw dartboards and said, "Oh, that's a rhino. Let's how are we gonna work this guy in here? Oh, he's got real tough skin. Okay, okay, okay." <laughs> no, but in in all seriousness, I I had a lot of fun with that game. I think that was honestly the game I enjoyed most this year. So I'm I'm gonna put it to that. Got a war. <laughs> just a. a uh. <laughs> Let me clear my throat so I can get my point across here. Mm. Mm. Okay. Right. So, I platinum and I love Spider-Man 100%. I think one of my favorite Spider-Man games and probably, I mean, it's on my list for games that I most enjoyed throughout the year. I mean, I was I played through the DLC. I was still kind of playing it just like swinging through the city and just going around and um, is just freaking awesome, freaking wonderful. Um, my things in the, the, the things that I go back with, if, <clears throat> if I'm having to choose between these two games for best PlayStation game, one of the, if I'm really, really digging for one of the small nitpicky things with these two games. And one of the things I think about with Spider-Man is that I think that to some extent, the, I, uh, you may hear me talk about something like the, the, the wheel is showing you can see the progression of basically like the loop you can see the loop and it's they do a great job of hiding in marvel spider-man but i think i, I do remember some a couple of times in the games where i'm swinging through and even i've played through all the dlc i've played through all the stories i haven't 100 of the dlc yet but a lot of those missions are somewhat recycled maybe they have newer enemy types and whatnot that pop in there but they're still the same kind of combats where you know the big rooms you go in you've got like five ways of guys you gotta take them down right <clears throat> i will definitely say the dlc they get hard real fast like a couple times i'm maxed out oh, thank you uh, i'm i'm maxed out and i'm still having trouble and they add another wave they add a sixth wave onto it it's all my crap what's going on but <clears throat> i think one of the things i've also found as well is that when you do your little district missions where I think you like the random ones that pop up. <clears throat> once you do like five for each district, they really don't pop up anymore. And I remember when I, as much as excited as I was to hundred percent of the game, I, it, it kind of felt like the game wasn't all essence done. There was, I actually, I still would have been fine 
if they had started continuing those like missions throughout the city, oh, as like I the saw. car chases and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and like the random robberies, but it really doesn't. And the okay. DLC, you pop in and what it, what I do appreciate in the DLC, like they don't do the whole city again. They do certain sectors that you have to do those five missions because they have new different variants on them. Um, <clears throat> but they're basically the same thing. They add one or two different things onto them. And like they're one of the DLCs, you actually use Spiderbot to go disarm car bombs. Okay. Um, but again, once you finish those in your district, when you swing through that district again, there's really nothing else that pops. And that was one of the things that kind of bummed me out. Like they could have easily given it legs. I think, you know, I'm not a game designer, I'm not a game developer, but just my two cents in here. I think it would have been <clears throat> if they had found a way where they could have said like, oh, we're going to continue to update the game every couple of months and we'll add new, like, events, like, in-game events. So maybe you have some some new villain pops up and it's like, instead of driving a car down here, you have to chase an airplane or something like that. <clears throat> but the the one thing I will say to <clears throat> comment on that is... Sorry. With everything going on, this game only t- takes place over a couple of weeks. So to continue it on like that would kind of break that as far as all the story goes i mean not, not from i mean so you're a, saying from like the end of once the, the story's design. done like even like even i would say like even if you do a district and you get like your five out of five on your district crimes in your little sector if i'm still in that sector why can't those crimes continue crime is still going to happen it's not necessarily story related they can just put random bad, guy, bad guys you know the villains don't not you know they didn't you don't catch all the villains from the raft when it breaks open, and so having those guys pop up isn't necessarily, in my opinion, a story breaking thing. Um, <clears throat> and, and that's that's one of the it, it, I, I dig to try and find. Oh. Yes, yes, Foxy, good, bless you, bless you very much, so, sir. I, I'm sorry, but that right there will keep me with Spider Man. Yes, that was uh, Kratos can die in a ditch. He gets pushed out of the car on the way to the farm. I think the I and I say say this going in. I think God of War has um the better story. Um, by far, and I've beaten the story. I went through. There's still so much to do in that world, especially with its RPG elements and stuff after the game and after the fact that I was really intrigued in. Um, and pulled into that. Um, the, the, the fact they actually gave me something to matter, it gave me something to care with, care about for Kratos, and like actually give a damn about Kratos, was very not something I expected. A lot of the story twists and turns were much more shocking and surprising than some of the stuff popping that popped out of Spider Man. Not that that's not a bad thing. Um, I think that <clears throat> one thing we never talked about when we talked about God of War that if you don't realize it. You may not think about it, but <clears throat> a lot of the technology that is used in God of War, one of the things I was really impressed about was the camera shot. So if you don't know, God of War is completely is a one-shot camera. It's, it's shot with one camera view. What that basically means is that at no point in time during the game of God of War, unless you die, does the camera actually cut to a different scene. You are always with Kratos. You are always with Atreus and in that view whenever you... The entire time from mm-hmm. the first time you chop the tree to the last arrow and axe chop is done in the game, you are going through that entire part. And that was... 
I didn't even realize that until I started playing the game and started talking about it. I thought that was very, very, from a very strong technical achievement, and achieving that on the PlayStation 4 was very, very impressive. Um, I think both of the games look massively great. I think the um, God of War looked a lot, be- a little bit better, um, in my opinion. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, but to be fair, the guys at Sony Santa Monica, they've been doing different art styles like that a lot longer. Yeah, and I would I'm, say... Because we're also, the guys that made Spider-Man are the guys that also made Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, and I'm not saying like, you know, I'm not saying the art style is knocking it again, because I think um, Nino Kuni 2 is fucking gorgeous. Like, well, if we had best, if we had the category for like, best, best art. art direction, like, <laughs> Nino Kuni 2 is going to be on the top of that list. Um, no, it is <clears> the <throat> top of that list. I'm, I'm sorry, it's like, no, no, no. It's... But I think, from for my, for my vote, I think like, God of War, I think pops over and edges out over Spider-Man. I think that it, not knocking Spider-Man at all, I think Spider-Man is one of the best Spider-Mans, one of the greatest PS4 games. It's one of the best exclusives for that platform by far. But I think a lot of the work, I say a lot of the work, they both put work into it, but I think the work and everything that was put into God of War for a franchise that was essentially dead to bring it back, to give Kratos a story that people are going to care about, a different story that with that, that, that father and son trope and going into Greek mythology and the characters and the character arcs, arcs and the things that they deal with that Kratos and Atreus have to learn about throughout the game. So, like, not only from Freya and from Balder, but, uh, <clears throat> sorry, but also from, um, what are the brothers' names that, um, t- not those, nope. Um, Brock and Sindri, the two guys that help you upgrade your weapons and items. Oh, the... Um, the, the dwarfs? Yeah. Um, kind of, the, as you play through the game and you learn more and you actually realize that there's a relationship there as well that Atreus and Kratos learn about. Um, even like from, and it may sound silly, but I enjoy just like sitting on the main, the main lake kind of overall part of the area where the world serpent is and going through and listening to... Um, uh, what's the head's name? Man, I gotta, I gotta get the uh, Mimir. Um, it, like when he weaves to- stories and tells like all this Greek mythology and Greek lore mm-hmm. about Zeus and about Thor and about Magni and about all these brothers and all the other things that's going on. It's really, really, it was really awesome and really captivating. I, I mean, I, I enjoyed and loved that game and kind of how the story went, um, how the combat went and felt, um, especially when you get to some of the tougher enemies. I, I, ha- I cannot. I can't not give it the award to... I can't not give my nod to God of War on that one. <clears throat> oh, man. Dear. My only issue with God of War is that once I got pulled away, I never felt like an urge to go back. Yeah. I mean, that that's my big thing. I didn't get pulled into it. So I guess it's one of those teach-your-own kind of scenarios. Not saying it's bad. Just saying... I got a little short cam's running out of battery there we guys go. I, had to plug, I had to plug my laptop in so we didn't die that would have been bad um <clears throat> and so probably at this point i think i mean i can't think is there i can't think of i th- I, I clearly think god of war is 100 percent the winner um uh, i mean it's a cool game man but rutu says a spider cop gets 100 cool points I gotta stick with Spider Cop. I'm gonna have to. Sorry. I 100 get it. I don't. How do we? How do we solve this then? 
How do I figure this out? This is this is the fun part of our deliberations when it's just us two, is when when we get into like split decisions, like how we figure that out. Especially when we we make our final cases for these games, but like we still like I I, I still have to stay with my choice. There's nothing that really convinced me to pull me out from either of those choices. <clears throat> Um, Dark Turner says rock, paper, scissors. I can I can tell you that, I mean, other stuff I can think about that it probably... Um, the person you asked about does show up in the game, but it's at the very tail end. It sets up a, for a sequel, right? And it's a, for, it's a very interesting, like, you have to go to this certain place after the game, and then a cut, you see a cutscene in the future when you see this person. And it... It, it, I don't know if it sets you up for a sequel, but it's setting you up for, like, there is much more to come in the game. Yeah, which means there's um, a sequel. So Because uh, it would be stupid not to make a second. The boss fights were way better. In God of War, you fight a dragon. Like an old... And I'm not talking about, like, these fancy-spancy dragons that a lot of people... I'm talking about these old-school, like, Greek... Like, no... Got the, the wings or the hands, and they're coming down. This huge dragon... Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you kill the dragon with your tooth? With a tooth? Or no, 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 or some spike. You kill it with some spike. Um, the fights, all of the fights with Balder in the, the Balder game. Fight, the opening fight with Balder was fine. The end Balder fight, all I'm going to say is Balder, Freya, God of goddess of life, large frost giant. We're talking... I mean, I'm 300, 400 feet tall. Dude, um, it, it's God of War. I'm not really surprised by fighting and killing big things. Darth, Darth Turner says rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> That's funny. I don't see how that does the game justice. Uh, it, doesn't it, does, do it, either. it doesn't do any of the game justice if we do rock, paper, scissors there. Um, but no, it. I, I don't. I, I can't. As, as much as I love Spider-Man, dude, Spider-Man was super fun, super awesome. I, I've, I've beaten both of the games to completion, oh, including man. DLC, and I still say God of War is a superior game. Um, as far as, like, best PlayStation game, I think that God of War is the culmination. Like, if I were to show some, if I were to tell somebody, like, I, I, I just got a PlayStation 4, what is the, you know... From 2018, what is the first game that I should pick up? Now, if you tell me what game should I get, I'm going to gauge your interest. And I'm going to tell you, here's some exclusive you need to pick up. But if it's like from this recent year, like from 2018, what is the game that I need to buy to justify my purchase for playing um, Spider-Man or for, for playing a PS4 on a PS4? I'm telling you, you got a war. Now, this is, this is interesting. The boss fight is essentially you jump in its mouth. Huh. Oh, you're watching, he's watching the boss right now. I, yes. I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm like, huh. Yes. Oh, oh, you can't cut the cut the skull? Okay. I'm going to get in your mouth and cut your tongue up. And it, um, oh, dude, that I, I, that was one of the harder fights to face. I had a really hard time taking him down. Um, a lot of the um, side quests and stuff that they have in the game, I think, are uh, a lot better. And it just, I, I felt like once the game was done, I felt like there was more to do in God of War. That's probably my big thing. Uh, I mean... I'm going to be real, though, with you. Like, at the end of a game, like, I don't feel like there always needs to be something to do at the end. It can just end. I don't I don't disagree with you, but when you, especially when you have those great games and you have, and they give you that opportunity to always love that and enjoy it. That's just kind of, it's icing on the cake. No, I hear you. I, I just, 
I'm as cool as that is, like jumping in. I'm like, oh yeah, let me get my axe on this dragon's tongue. It's like, okay, it's a, it's another God of War boss fight. That's cool, but it's God of War boss fight. I'm not putting God of War down either. Like, there's a reason why we both agree it needs to be in the top two. I'm also gonna say though. <laughs> Darth, General Palace says, I did just get a PS4. The first game I got with Spider-Man, LOL. It didn't let me down either. Uh, Darth Turner says, God of War had 0% fluff. Totally tailored game. Spider-Man was cool, but pigeon missions are an example of filler. Yeah, I mean, there are some things I kind of wish they would have cut out, but again. I haven't even I haven't even talked about the Valkyrie fights, everyone, in God of War. Oh my god. You think me saying that the the dragon fights and some of the boss fights were hard? Dude, the Valkyrie fights are punch in the crotch hard. And it was awesome. <laughs> and I now, still have, now, have you done that on like the New Game Plus like ultra difficulty? No, I think I was playing it on hard. Eh. I didn't. Um, can you go back? Well, I mean, basically it's, it's part of the end game. So as you get like some of the better gear in God of War, you which believe me, you need it. If you want to fight those um, Valkyrie, because they let you play, they let you fight one, and I died multiple times. I'm like, what? What do I have to do? And like, I'm talking like Twitch got to be on your fingers and thumbs. Um, oh, man. Yeah, we're gonna have to figure something out because I'm still like, it's cool, it looks cool, but I'm also looking at ex the experience of Spider-Man. What? Um, because, yeah, there, let's, there's let's an example get the, of fluff. Um, okay. I was going to say there's an example of fluff in there, yes. I will also say there's nothing like swinging through New York. That's true. There's there's nothing like that experience. That's true. Um, um, hmm. Let us do... Uh, General Paula says, I don't consider it filler when you think about the timing of it. It gets brought up around the time when you're between boss fights and Peter says, time to get back to being your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. The game does that. It, it, I, I, I hate sometimes when I break apart the mystique in games, but it's more or less, the, I think Insomniac did a great job of putting those missions in there so they can, so you don't feel like you're having to burn through the story the whole time. It's a great way to extend the gameplay, the play of the game, to give you more things to do. Because, um, I, I mean, I will definitely say the pigeons are literally just catching pigeons. It's all there is. There's nothing else to it. You swing, you happen to see him, and it's, I, 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 on the comment of fluff and filler, I get it. Using that word very loosely there, because I've seen some stuff that's filler, but they, the game will, at certain periods in the story, be like, let's jump into being Spider-Man and then go back to the main story. Look, we're not talking about Garlic Jr. and Dragon Ball, okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You're talking about some filler. Jeez. I, I, I just, there's something about that that just bugs the crap out of me. Some, okay. So, uh, hmm. We can put it to, um... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was thinking, I, one idea we could do, we could do a um, streamer vote. People that are tuned in, watching in, we could put a vote to them. I'm okay with that. You want to do that? Yeah. Okay. You guys get to help us out. We'll make, make a note of this, because it's going to be weird for the ones we don't stream, so we'll have to figure something out then. Um, <clears throat> and, well, I, I don't know, though. I think the ones we don't stream, the categories aren't as tense as Spider-Man and God of War. 
Because, let's be fair, PlayStation had a really good year. Uh, Darkstone says, Woot Woot, and Lunaskull says, Dangerous Thing That. So, you guys let us know. You guys, everybody that's in Twitch chat, you've been listening to us um, the whole time. We, especially these two juggernaut games that we've talked about. Marvel Spider-Man or um, God of War. We've come at a standstill. Even through going back and forth, we can't budge on it. So, we need your help. You guys let us know in Twitch chat, what game do you think should take home the award? We're, we're putting it to the viewers' vote. We, we've we tried. We can't make the decision, apparently. So I, you, I'm, I'm sorry, but... <laughs> at least consensively. But um, you guys help us out. Let us know in Twitch chat. We'll give you guys a few minutes while we kind of chitty-chatted up. You let us know. You get one vote per username. Let us know what game you guys think should win the best PlayStation game award here. Either God of War or Marvel's Spider-Man. Um, there. Um, Darth Turner with the... <laughs> uh, Darth Turner popping up with God of War. Uh, Soren Riverstone as well saying uh, God of War. Spider-Man giving it... Um, Spider-Man switching to my awesome... <laughs> Darth Turner, no, you stop that. You stop it right now. Hey, um, Darth Turner, I know your staff, <laughs> but I'll still ban you. <laughs> oh, man. Can you actually do that? Can you ban I mean, me? it's got the symbol next to his name. Wow. Okay. We'll give you guys a few minutes. Uh, what, what should we make the timer? Um, hey, Siri. Set a timer for two minutes. Okay. Two minutes and counting. Two minutes and counting. You guys, you got two extra minutes here, guys. Um, <laughs> and you guys will help us figure out which game needs to be. Uh, this is fun. I like this. I like yeah. this a lot. We, we need to figure out. We probably can't do this for Game of, War, game of the Year, though. <laughs> well, what if we do? Oh, my God. Get the viewers to help. That would be great. That solves everything. It's just letting you guys decide. We're going to make you whoa, guys make whoa, all the decisions. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not everybody gets to decide. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I, I think all credit, especially as you guys are putting in your votes here. One, two, um, <clears throat> three. So we got three. The, the Cash Family. Well, answer your question. The Cash Family says, DreamHack. What's that? DreamHack. Think of, like, the best way I could describe it is a gaming convention for PC and esports enthusiasts. Um, basically, one of, the one of the kickers on that is you could actually bring your own PC. So they have this bring-your-own-PC area where you pay a little bit extra on your ticket. And for the whole weekend, you can sit there 24-7 and play your games on your computer. And they give you, a, uh, I think, a 100 megabit or gigabit Ethernet line. You bring your TV your PC in there and you can play. They have other equipment if you don't want to bring your PC, but they have, it's very much a con. They have esports tournaments going throughout. They have games you can play. They have vendors. Super, super fun. Super awesome. I think we talked about DreamHack, Chris and I did, in one of our previous episodes of the Rocket Punchcast. I think maybe a couple back. So definitely check it out um, and see. There, it's super, yeah. super awesome. Sounds like it was cool. You got, we got you a shirt. Yep. I think I Almost, know. yeah. The Cash Family, it's like Gamescon Land Party. That's that's a great way to put it. Yep. Also, welcome. I haven't seen your face. Glad you could join us here for um, the, us trying to figure out what the hell, who the hell's going to win this oh, game man. of the year. Yeah, let's see. So, so far we got three for God of War, one for Spider-Man. So. Ooh, boy. And the timer is done. <laughs> We're going to end the, end the votes there. It's okay, Cash Family. We like new people. Yep. We love new people. New people are always welcome. Always welcome. Thank you for joining so us. So we're going to give it to God of War. So let me make sure. Darth Turner, God of War. Soren, two, God of War. 
Spider-Man for one, Spider-Man for two. Who, who had the second uh, Spider-Man? Root 2 had Spider-Man. Oh. Lunar Skull with God of War. Okay, so it's three to two. Three to two. God of War. Can we can we agree on that? The people have spoken? The people yeah. have helped support it? I mean, look, at the end of the day, both of these games need to be bought and played. 100%. It, let, let me tell you, if you did not buy the 199 PS4 Spider-Man Black Friday Brunderoo, you were a fool of a took... And you should have already bought that. If How you many memes can you fit in one sentence? <laughs> like, I, well, I, apparently, I didn't put a Princess Bride reference in there, so we're good on that front. Inconceivable. <laughs> but um, since we have a split decision by the Rock Punch team based on popular, we had to go to popular vote. Uh, it's like the it's, we're the electoral college, and then since the electoral college can figure it out, we have to go to popular vote. Is that how that works? No, it's usually the other way around. Oh, well, okay, we'll figure it out. It, it's okay. Look, at the end of the day, they're part of the Rock Punch community. Yes, one hundred percent. So they're part of the family. Um, but when a vote of three to two from everybody who is in Twitch chat right now during our time limit, the award for best PlayStation game. For Rocket Punch's Game of the Year 2018 award and the winner of the Golden Fist Furthest Award, yes, we're still saying it. I will say it all <laughs> month of January is going to God of War from Santa Monica Studios. I, I want to get like a PDF and just email it to him. Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna figure something out. percent <laughs> for anybody who wins. I want to just email the devs. It's like, hey, yeah, we're a small little outlet, but you know, still yes, heads up. You guys won. Fist. I want the Golden Fist Award. There you go. Um, congrats to Marvel's or not? Congrats to God of War. No, no, no Marvel uh, Spider Man. You were right. No, it's God of War. They, they heard me the first time. There. No, 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 no. It is. Um, fine. But um, Lunar School makes a great point. Um, like you said as well, Will, and I think we all say here, agreed. Play both of these games. Play all yeah. these games. Um, all the games we that are nominated. I mean, to get nominated on this list is, um, especially when we had to whittle it down to five, we had to fight really hard to find out which five we were going to put on the list. I'm going to tell you something, guys. Um, be happy you didn't see the behind-the-scenes arguing. Oh, man. God. We're talking bloodletting. Jesus. Um, but we're Literally <laughs> looking at the wiki page for all the PS exclusives this year and be like, no, 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 <laughs> no. What do you mean, no? What do you, what's going on? But um, congrats to God of War and Marvel Spider-Man, of course, and congrats to all the nominees here for Best PlayStation Game. Um, well done, well done. Yes. Oh, did the video feed stop? I don't know. Oh, it did kind of... Oh, no! Woo, they can still hear us a little bit there. Uh, what? Well, I, I, no, I have good connection. Oh, Mm, but it's froze there. Yeah, let's see. Let's check the video preview. Let's make sure I'm not. Oh, we did kind of freeze a little bit there. Froze there. Oh, I think still here still. So that's kind of cool. Hold on. <laughs> We're Let... frozen in time. Let's see if the transit. Yeah, it's camera. It's the camera. Just imagine us doing. Crazy interpretive dance, wacky uh, flailing as we're finishing the conversation. Then, because we're at the end of um, our one of the episodes here for our Rocket Punch Game of the Year. Oh Jesus! I hope you heard that. <laughs> oh, man, they say transition work. Oh, they didn't see the interpretive dance. Woo! I wish I had feathers so I could like show them off for you guys. Hey, but, uh, so the big question here is, what was that for? Because I don't know that sound. Oh, effect. that was um. For sub, oh cool! For, I, I, if if no, you, the oh yeah is the sub. No, no, I mean the follow. Oh, okay, 
the follow. Uh, make sure. Thank you for following us here at Rocket Punch. Remember, yes. click that heart app at the top of your screen here on twitch.tv slash Rocket Punch Live. If you haven't, so you know when we're doing our um, Game oh. of the Year live streams all month long. Dude, it was Soren and the Cash family. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. We really, really appreciate it. And definitely, um, thank you guys so much for helping us out with this uh, difficult decision here. Um, I think <laughs> next Sunday, the next live stream we're going to be doing, I believe will be best Xbox. Oh, Jesus, another one. I know, I know Dark Turner loves that one. Um, he'll also love, next week we will be talking about, um, next Sunday at 8pm Central Standard Time, we will be doing their um, Game of the Year episode for Best Xbox Game. Looks at Darth Turner. So <laughs> All I'm saying is you better show up, dude. Because that is your platform of choice, is it not? <laughs> it, it, that, that's what he says. That's what he usually tells us. I, I mean, he was the one screaming about the power of X and how X was going to give it to us. He did say. Yeah, you need to talk to him. Apparently, you've had these second changes of hearts about Xbox. We're, we're going to talk about Xbox in next Look, week, guys. We got Look, plenty of time. To all talk about all I'm saying is the One X may be the second best platform this year. I'm only saying second best because Big the words. Switch exists. Big words, but um, guys, uh, yeah, Darth Turner says he'll be there. Um, <laughs> oh, good, good. He but guys, he remembers the days of sweating it out <laughs> upstairs. Oh god. Oh god. But uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us here for this episode. Uh, remember, throughout the month. We're going to have all 10 of our um, Game of the Year 2018 episodes released to you guys. If you're not already following our podcast feed, the Rocket Punch cast, make sure you're following that so you'll get the episodes on your podcast feed. Um, also, be ready. Uh, this upcoming Tuesday, January the 8th, um, not the 7th, like the thing says, the 8th of January, 8 p.m., our um, site, rocketpunchgo.com, will be revealed. You guys see a new updated site, all the cool new stuff that we've got for you guys for this month of January and for the rest of 2019 to kind of give you guys an idea of what we're going to be doing, what we're going to be focusing on, and what we're going to be driving forwards with um, the stuff that we're doing, the community with you guys, and kind of bringing you guys more into the fold here at Rocket Punch, and a whole lot more. Those plans are going to be revealed this upcoming Tuesday. We'll be streaming here on Twitch um, that right as it goes live around 8 p.m. Central Standard Time um, on the January the 8th, so don't miss out on that. Um, we'll be able to play some games and really talk to you guys about a lot of the new changes we're going to be making there. You know what we haven't played in a while? Overwatch. Just saying. Overwatch or Destiny 2. Tune in this upcoming Tuesday to find out. But other, other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Game of the Year 2018. We're going to keep on rolling. Um, probably this week, you'll probably get one to two more episodes of our Game of the Year talk. So again, remember to subscribe to our podcast on your podcast feed of choice so that way you know when those new episodes go live. But until then, guys, thank you so much for the subs, the love, and everything you guys have done for us here. Uh, we really appreciate um, everything you guys have done. Um, can, actually, I want to make a mention. Can, can, before we even end the show, Yeah, <clears throat> I want to take a second and I want to... I love We love everybody in the Rock Punch family, everybody in the community. I want to give a special shout out to everybody that's on um, our Patreon. Yes, um, actually, yeah. We have a Patreon set up. Um, we have, um, if you want if you want to help support us, there's no pressure on doing that. But if you want to help support us, support Rocket Punch and get some cool stuff in that process um, and really help us keep doing what we're doing, you can head over to our Patreon page there. But for 
I know there are a bunch of our patrons that are sitting in chat. Uh, I want to give you guys a special shout out. Um, in talking about a lot of the cool new stuff we're going to be doing for 2019, um, we had a small epiphany. Not going to go into all the details, but um, thanks to your guys' support, and we didn't realize this until probably what last night. Yeah, I think it was last night when we were talking on Discord. Yeah. Um, thanks to your guys' continued support from twenty eight from twenty eighteen and kind of rolling into twenty nineteen. Um, we are looking at getting a bunch of new updated equipment, uh, new microphones, a new interface, a, a big new interface as well, and a nice little newer setup here um, to record and give you guys much higher quality audio for people listening on podcasts and for you guys that are listening via the streams. And I, myself, Will, we both just want to thank you guys so much. Um, a lot of the stuff, people are going to hear this in the podcast feed, like, I thought this episode was over. But... Uh, I wanted to take a few minutes at the time to really thank you guys for that. Um, I was in shock and awe of the support we got from last year. And like, oh my God, we can afford this hiring unit that's not going to break on us because of a stupid power issue or cut out on audio at random times. And have these... Looks at old interface with barrel power connector. Yeah. It's just, it was, and we get these new microphones that'll be a lot smaller form factor. You'll be able to see our faces a lot more, our sh cool shirts that we show off every week. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I keep wearing the same Brewfest shirt from, uh, you know, Orgrimmar. It'll be all right. But it also, <laughs> looking at that as well, a lot of the ideas that we have planned for 2019 to give back to you guys and give back to the community, I looked at that and I'm like, oh my God, we can do a lot more than we thought we could before. You're not wrong. Um, not wrong so, at all. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you know, everybody in our family, but uh, especially right now for our patrons out there, we really appreciate your guys' support. And we've got a lot of great, cool, amazing content coming to you guys uh, this month in January. So do not worry. We're going to be bringing you guys some exclusive stuff over on our Patreon page. But I just wanted to take the time to say thank you guys for your support. It really it really meant a lot to us. And very humbled by it when we saw that last night. So Yeah, that about blew the socks off. But that's it for this episode, guys. I've done talking to you guys. Go play some games. Go have some fun. Go have some fun, man. Goof off. Have a great time. We'll see you next, hopefully this Tuesday. If not, we'll see you at the next Game of the Year 2018 episode. Peace out. Bye.